everyone. This is our first bonus episode of the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. Thank you so much for supporting our show. Today, we're continuing our mini-series about our ideal day in each park by jumping on over to Disney Springs, formerly known as Downtown Disney. We're really excited about this episode. Disney Springs is such an amazing, amazing place to be. Um, it's one of those places where no matter how tired I am after the first day of traveling, uh, no matter how horrible our experience getting our luggage to our hotel room was, I got to go there. It just, I, I feel like I have to start my trip there and I, I love it that much. It is awesome. So I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. And every time we do go to Walt Disney World, we start our first night there. We usually will go for dinner some night, um, whether it's leaving the parks and going or we'll break up our trip and go in the middle of the week um, for just a day to spend entirely in Disney Springs. So there's so much to do. You could spend an entire week's vacation just coming here to Disney Springs and eating all the food and doing all the shopping. So You seriously can. We, we're going to break this one down into three different categories. Usually we do attractions and stuff, but since there's no real attractions there, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about dining, shopping, and overall experiences that you're going to have when you're in Disney Springs. Um, I am honestly equally excited about each one of these, so I can't wait to dive into them. Um, should we start with dining? Let's do it. So um, I'll kick things off because we sort of have this tradition that every time we go to Walt Disney World, like Steven said, no matter how tired we are, no matter when our flight gets in, um, we drop our stuff off at our hotel and then we usually will catch a bus over to Disney Springs where we like to go to Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Totally. That is our... The very first night, um, it's sort of a tradition for us. We try to sit outside right on the water and um, watch the boats take off from the boathouse there. Mm -hmm. See um, fireworks. See fireworks yep. shows across the water. Um, but we like to just get some little snacky appetizery type foods and enjoy some drinks yep. um, the first night. And then we go back to our resort and settle down for the evening. But um, that's sort of what we love to do to kick off our trip every time. It's a really cool spot. Um, and it it doesn't seem like it fits in with Disney, but it does tie in with the Indiana Jones theming that is in both um, Hollywood Studios in Walt Disney World and then in Disneyland as well with the Indiana Jones thing. So I think that that is a cool little spot that that ties it in. Um, with some of the Disney stuff, because not all of the restaurants seem like they're themed with Disney. So I think it's cool that this one does kind of have that subtle tie to the Indiana Jones stuff. Yeah. And, and here's the thing with, with Disney Springs is that it's kind of like an anything goes situation. I mean, this place has such a rich history of uh, change. And obviously this is not what this episode's about, but um, there's been so many changes and reimagining of what Disney Springs is and how it functions that for me, it's like, you know, there's a giant balloon in the middle of the water. Like, of course, that's going to be there. Uh, you've got yourself uh, Jock Lindsay's hangar bar. Of course, it's going to be there. And then right across the way, there's a, a, a spooky cookie shop, which I'm not going to I'm not going to step on Paige's toes for that one. Yeah, don't steal my thunder. I'm not going to. But yeah, no, it's great. I love going there. Um one of the things I like too about that area is if you cannot get a um, 
a table, which is so often the case if you if you are not planners and you accidentally don't make a reservation there, uh, they still have a walk up uh, little little uh, uh, kiosk where you can get cocktails. And that served me well last time because we did not have reservations. We made reservations for the Edison instead. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we're like, oh, man, we should totally, you know, pop in and and see what Jack Lindsay's up to. Uh, But we didn't have reservations, but I could still get a cocktail and and sit on a curb, you know, just Mm -hmm. hang out and enjoy myself. Um, Yeah. The thing that I love so much about Disney Springs is that you... You know, I mean, for me, you know, vacation is like I do not have responsibilities right now. And part of that responsibility, uh, lack of responsibility rather, is being able to know that you're going to take a bus to an area where you can indulge on food and cocktails and uh, and desserts and just like gorge out and have a great time and then not have to worry about driving home. And you get like your bus right back to your resort and then you have a great night's sleep ready to go for the next day. Um, so that's, I mean, that's just like, the best um but yeah i love jock Lindsay's. another one i really like too um that's a great lunch spot is uh polite pig mm-hmm. that's such a great lunch spot because or dinner spot but um they have incredible brisket and like there's just incredible platters of uh options whether it's going to be uh ribs chicken uh turkey sausages it's just oh my gosh the polite pig is so amazing um and if I'm, you know, if, if it's my ideal day and I'm going to be there, um, it's probably actually they're going to be Morimoto's, uh, the walk-up area. Um, I actually, <clears throat> when, I, when I was living in Napa, uh, California, growing up at the time, there was a Morimoto's uh, in downtown Napa. And I ate there a couple of times with some friends and I loved it. Uh, but uh, knowing that there was one in Disney Springs was cool, too. And they have this kind of more of a walk-up lunch area. So uh, for me, my ideal day, like eating there, it's definitely a toss-up for lunch between uh, Polite Pig and, uh, and Morimoto's Asia. Yeah, so all of the all of my favorite food places actually are in the area known as the Landing. And so that's where Jock Lindsay's is, like I referenced, right next to the boathouse. That's where Morimoto is. Um the other places, Stephen mentioned the Edison. This is somewhere that every time we go to Walt Disney World, it does not have to be during a park day. It can be our off day, but we always make a reservation at the Edison. It's our favorite place to go. It sort of has this like steampunk theming. Is that how you'd describe it? It is a little steampunk, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, you know, it's got big gears and this industrial sort of feel to it. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about in the um, entertainment piece for things to do but um our experiences but the edison's food their appetizers if you've not had their like candied bacon oh man we posted a picture we posted a picture of that a couple weeks ago we did on our instagram i don't even like bacon guys like i don't eat red meat i don't enjoy bacon but you covered this bacon in I don't even it's know. It's like they have jam, they have homemade pickles, uh, they have a mustard. It, oh my gosh. And it's it's on like a it's on like your grandma's clothesline. Right. They're so hanging awesome. pieces of bacon. So it is worth it for the bacon. The thing that I I I love the Edison and if people are like where should I eat in Disney Springs? I will tell you the Edison because it's 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 great. And if for nothing else the atmosphere and the fact that there are these cartoons on the TV that should never have existed. Like, I I mean, they're like these uh, knockoff cartoons from like the 20s that are just right. like absurd and ridiculous and so much fun to watch. Um, 
Our first experience at the Edison knocked me out. It just blew me away. The second trip, I loved it still, but um, I specifically ordered the leather and tweed cocktail, which is, um, imagine drinking whiskey, but it's like sat in a burner for a while, so it tastes smoky and almost like you're chewing on a belt. That's what it was, and it was so in my wheelhouse of things that I loved. And uh, I asked for it, and they're like, oh, we don't know what that is. Um, we don't have that anymore. So, so that really was a bummer. And then what I ordered, I wasn't like the biggest fan of last time we went. So I'm going to need to have a redemption uh, Edison dinner at some point. But yeah, I mean, it's still like. They even made me a really nice mocktail during our baby moon. So yeah, they did. A, it's a really cool little spot, fun adult hangout spot. Um, so yeah, that's another restaurant. And then. Um, Paradiso 37 is really good too. Cool atmosphere. And that's again in the landing. And then the last place for me with dining that Stephen, I didn't let him steal my thunder. And that is Gideon's Bakehouse. So you have probably heard of Gideon's. If you're a Disney person, this sometimes you'll have to wait in line for a while. Sometimes um, they've even had people put in their name and you had to come back later it was sort of like a virtual queue of sorts um but it is worth the wait if you see this long line of people wrapping around back past um, morimoto asia across from wine bar george these people may be waiting in line for gideon's bakehouse and it is so worth it these are the best cookies i've ever had in my life and i love cookies like I really appreciate a good cookie. My uncle actually jokes. He's always like, there's no such thing as a bad cookie. Oh, yeah. And so my family is a big cookie family. Like even my aunts and uncles and cousins, we all just love cookies for some reason. But these cookies, there's something special about them. They're so ginormous. It is worth getting. They're seasonal. So every month, every around every holiday, there's always something new. Um, so every time you go, you can try something completely different. And I've mentioned this before. I love Halloween. I love spooky stuff. Gideon's is a little creepy. You walk in and there's yeah. creepy pictures, creepy vibes. It's very dark, smoky kind of elements. And so if you're into that, if you like good cookies, do not miss going to Gideon's. It is worth the wait. Get your cookies. If it's a hot day, make sure you eat them quickly because my one cookie that I tried to save melted in my backpack. Right. My chocolate chips all melted, but yeah, so delicious. Fun little side note. I have waited in the Gideon's line. I have done the full Gideon's, uh, the full Gideon's catastrophe, as uh, Zorba would say. Um, but I've never eaten a Gideon's cookie before. That breaks my heart. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, that was when... That was actually the same time when, when we were hanging out, uh, you got yourself a cookie and you were eating it. And I'm like, I'm going to go over to Jock Lindsay's and get a, uh, kiosk cocktail, please. And thank you. And, um, I did that instead. So no regrets on that one, but, uh, yeah, no, Jock, uh, Gideon's is, is amazing. It gave me a headache being inside of it because it's so rich and sweet. In right. There. It smells like oh you're goodness. in a chocolate factory or something. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. I do not know how the employees make it in there. You probably get used to it. Yeah. So the the April limited edition cookie is a toasted coconut caramel cookie. And to give you guys some context, you should check out their website or like Instagram or something. But 
these cookies are nearly half a pound each. So when I was talking about getting in line and I had asked a cast member something, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, these are great. You can save the other half. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm only going to eat half of this cookie. They clearly didn't know me very well because I sat there and I ate my entire first cookie and even started on my second one. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, the thing about going to Disney Springs is that you are you are in the crux of so so many great restaurants and uh every time we're there we're like oh we should totally go to this place or we totally should have visited here or here or here um and uh we have not been everywhere because you just cannot go everywhere there and i mean if you live there or if you go all the time but right if this is like the equivalent of going to the local you know downtown area the local piggly piggly wiggly you know but um yeah, I feel like this this these after shows, these like uh, bonus episodes, I'm going to have a lot more like cultural references to talk about there and just be a little bit more um, uninhibited. So that'll be fun for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. There, there's a bunch of places we we've talked about going like we we've, we've wanted to check out Raglan Road Irish Pub. Yes. There, if you're someone who wants who's got kids and you want to do one of those, you know, like the t-rex restaurant or the rainforest cafe or something like there's stuff for everybody there's all kinds of different experiences different dining whatever you're in the mood for whatever type of food i mean they have it all you name it yeah like i like i really want to eat at the boathouse um right it's more of an expensive seafood kind of place but right yeah so many different places i'd love to check out right but that landing area right there in the center that's pretty much where we stick to when we're talking dining there is dining kind of all throughout and there's even food trucks um in the one area so there's there's so much to see and do so many options no shortage of food options totally um and you know you have your uh gideon's i have my gear deli so yes i have said this before um i am i'm a bay area native i grew up and spent the majority of my life uh in the in northern california and you may think that our recording area is full of disney apparel and uh, posters but actually it is full of san francisco sports uh memorabilia and stuff so i make more sports and some baltimore but mostly stuff sprinkled in here too but mostly uh san francisco stuff uh giants niners warriors all that so I, I, you know, San Francisco, I, I, I mean, I, I, I love it there. And uh, Ghirardelli is a staple of that area. So because we don't really have a Ghirardelli near us anywhere, it, it, I have to go. Um, I, I mean, that place just gets me going. So yeah, Ghirardelli, got to do it when I'm there. I don't care if I'm full. I don't care if I know I'm not going to eat all my ice cream, uh, all my ice cream because I eat too much dinner. I'm still going to go. Well, and I, I love Ghirardelli too. Um. I'm not eating dairy right now, so I probably won't be getting the ice cream and I might not even be getting the cookie next time I go, which is sad. Oop. I'll have to I'll have to check in with Gideon and see if they have dairy free options. But um even if I'm not in the mood to get ice cream and Steven goes to get a Ghirardelli, I like to sit and see if there's some sort of entertainment right there um over the lake or, you know, there's those little um, food kiosks where you can get other types of dessert. So right in that same area or even like walk over and start going to World of Disney or something. So yeah. there's so much to do um, around all of these food places that if somebody wants to go grab a type of dessert, there's so many other options. It's not like your whole party has to go to the same place. Um, everything kind of has 
so much to do in, in each spot. But Gear right. Deli is definitely a favorite, especially yeah. if you're not near another Gear Deli location. Yeah. Where it's you clutch. Live. It's so great. Um, and, and the thing, too, is that uh, Gear Deli is, is located right in the, um, the marketplace, which is my favorite spot of uh, Disney Springs. Um, I love being there. You know, Paige had said there's the West Side Landing, uh, the la- the West Side, the Landing, Town Center, and then the Marketplace. Um, pretty much almost exclusively everything that I love about Disney Springs is in the Marketplace. And you had mentioned World of Disney, which is also in there. And uh, I think it would be, that's a good transition to jump into shopping. Yeah, so World of Disney, whatever you're looking to buy as a souvenir, if you saw it in the park and you didn't grab it, World of Disney may have it. Um, They don't always have everything that you'd see at the individual parks, but a lot of the times if you saw something and you don't know where else to find it, check World of Disney um, because that is one of the most popular locations. It is ginormous. Right. It's huge. It is like if you went in there with 10 people, you could lose all nine of the other people in in five minutes and you'd all be in different areas of the store. I mean, they they have everything. They've got all the ears, all the hats, all the shirts, yeah. all the stuffed animals, kitchen stuff, home decor, kids, babies, dolls, you name it. They've got the stuff in there. Kids, babies, dolls. They've got it. Kids, clothes, babies, clothes, sir. Um, Yeah, I love the world of Disney. It is Usually when we go in there, we're like, okay, so you go do your thing. I'm going to do my thing because it's going to take us too long to do this together. So we usually just kind of split up for a little while and right. I look at what I want. You look at what you want. Um, it's cool in there. It, it is super stressful to be in there sometimes because there's a lot of uh, stop and chats and people who are, uh, you know, looking at something and then they'll get distracted and stop and pivot. And you're just like running into people like crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a great space. And and what's what I really like about the world of Disney is they have of course Disney did this. They have expedited the way of checking out to where you don't feel like you're in these insane lines that take forever. Like when we were there last time, I wanted to buy Paige a surprise. Um and I, I saw something I wanted to get it for her. And I was able to, while she was shopping around, pop in a line, buy it, and then get out. This was like dinner time too, so it was busy. Um, without her knowing that I bought her something. So they are really good about checking out and they have, you know, it's, it's just great. And, and again, like anything that you need is going to be there. Um, and uh, yeah, if, if you're just looking for like your basic Disney toys, Disney merch, pens, lounge flies, hats, like whatever, mm-hmm. um, that's where you want to be. They have it all. They have the whole selection of most of the things you'd see. So if especially if you change your mind and you're like, oh, I wish I would have grabbed that in the park when I was there, go check World of Disney because they they just might have it. Yeah, um, likely. Staying over in the Marketplace area, do you want to talk a little bit about the Marketplace Co-op? Because that is another one of our must-dos in Disney Springs. I would love to. Yeah, I love, love, love the uh, Marketplace Co-op. I felt like when we first found it, I felt like we discovered it and it was accidental that we walked in. Um, it seems like a secret. Yeah, it's like a public market, right? So um, it, it's basically comprised of different booths and little pop-up shops. But 
it's intentional, it's clean, and you're going to walk in there and see things that you would not expect to see. Like, you, okay, you're not going to find the stuff in the marketplace or the co-op, rather, that you're going to see in the world of Disney. It's just not going to be there. It's totally different. They have an entire area for Disney cruise stuff where you can get preppy Minnie Mouse cruise outfits. Uh, you can, I think you can get like a Lonnie merch there. There's an entire like Disney dog section. Um, Disney tails. Disney tails. We we've gotten our dogs collars, I think, from there. Yeah, and we have a magnet on our fridge that says "I love my Disney dog." Mm-hmm. And it's got a bunch of hounds with Mickey ears on it. Um, but yeah, and, and my favorite aspect of the co-op though is the art of Disney, uh, and that's kind of in the back area. There's a ton of amazing prints, um, and we've actually I've definitely bought a couple of them um, that I just was completely drawn by um and then you have spent you know a lot of time too looking at prints that you really liked and like do we want this is this going in our house or not and a handful of them we bought um because it's just so great so yeah the co-op is maybe unpopular opinion it's better than the world of disney i think i think it's a lot more unique stuff in there yeah world of disney is like i'm going to the equivalent of the mall where i can get anything i wanted disney merch popular stuff the marketplace co-op is like i found this cool boutique that is a little more unique you might spend a little bit more money but it's stuff that not everybody's gonna have you're not gonna see everybody walking around with the same shirt from the co-op whereas the world of disney i got a shirt from there and i've seen like a hundred other people wearing that same shirt think of it like shopping in Times square versus brooklyn good example so Good yeah, example. I love I love the co-op. Uh, let's I walk out of the co-op, I hook a hard right, and I am at the Star Wars Galactic Outpost. Now, this to me was brilliant that Disney Springs did this because they've already had uh, like the Star Wars uh, Trader Shop, I think it's what it's called, um, and that's down in the uh, west side, kind of near like the Marvel Shop, but the the Star Wars trading post is actually the one that's to the right. Oh. You're mixing. Am I? Yeah. Doggone it. Okay, so the, <laughs> it's so embarrassing for me. So the one, uh, anyway, the one that's in the marketplace, the trading post, I guess, mm-hmm. um, that one is, reverse everything I said, that's the one that's brilliant. There you go. Because you can find all of your Batu merch right there. So if you want to play, um, if you want to get a lightsaber, a legacy saber, that's where you get it. If you want to get anything that you would find in Doc Ondors, that's where you're going to get it. Anything that you would find in uh, the Targaryen toy maker shop, that's where you're going to get it. So it is, it is so cool in there and it's a bigger space. So you're not constricted to uh, Galaxy's Edge. Now, granted, I would rather be in Galaxy's Edge over the trading post any day of the week, but, you know, it's still just, it's great that it's there. I bought, I kind of had like my last hurrah in there when we were getting ready to leave. Um, and I sort of bought like the last minute Galaxy's Edge merchandise that I wanted. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, if you're, if you are love Star Wars, um, and you really love Galaxy's Edge and you just want to spend more time looking at stuff and more of an open aired environment this is definitely your move it's it's amazing yeah i'm 
I mean, I've said it before, I'm not a huge Star Wars person like Steven is, but I've grown to love it because he loves it and there's aspects of it I really like. So I think that's a, a really cool little spot. Um, I'm actually going to jump on over to a different area that we haven't talked about yet, and that's over in the town center area, which um, if you've been to Disney Springs before, this it seems like a little bit more of a bougie area. This is where you get the fancy shops. You have the Kate Spade, the Coach, the Alex and Ani, um, all of those stores that you would see outside of Disney, um, even like Tommy Bahama and Free People or Lily Pulitzer, like all of these shops that you could get outside of a Disney experience, you can get that at Disney Springs too. Now, what I will say that I really like about this is places like Alex and Ani and Kate Spade and Vera Bradley they have specific Disney merch that they offer here at Disney Springs. And you can buy these things online through their websites as well. So it's not like you can only buy this Disney exclusive Kate Spade bag in Disney Springs. You can buy it on their website and stuff. But it seems like when you're in Disney and you're walking into a Kate Spade, you're probably more likely to walk in and just be so excited to see this Mickey Mouse themed bag or this Minnie Mouse themed bag and get that Disney feeling of I'm going to buy this fancy wallet or this fancy purse because I'm in Disney and I love Kate Spade. So I'm a huge Kate Spade fan. I don't have a ton of Kate Spade stuff because it is so expensive. But when I can find a good deal or a clearance bag on their website, I'll usually pick it up. So I like to go into the Kate Spade and look at the Disney-specific merch. And same with Alex and Ani. Yeah. I love their their bangle bracelets. And I have several of the Disney ones that I've gotten as gifts from either my parents or from you or from your parents. Um, and so I have all of these different Disney-specific Alex and Ani bracelets. So those yeah. are two spots I really like to hit. Even though I can go to them outside of Disney World, I love seeing their Disney-specific merch in these locations over in the the town center. Yeah, I've got two other places that I really like to go to when I'm down there. Um, one of them, of course, is still in the marketplace, and that is uh, uh, the uh, Goofy Candy Shop or the Goofy Candy Company. I I will disappear in there for a quick minute or so just because I really want to get the uh, assorted sour balls. Um, they're really good. And I just, I love these things. Um, you love yourself some sour candy. Oh, for real. I do. Uh, so I'll get those things and kind of nosh on them and the resort and just have them on, on hand for when I need them. Um, but they are great. And as I was looking up the official name, I realized you can buy them on eBay for like 30 bucks. What? So that might be worth it. Keep them stocked in your office. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not a good deal, but yeah, I love it there. And then the uh, the other area that I really, really love too that is um, also in the marketplace, of course, is the uh, Disney Pin Traders. Yes. It's great to be able to just look at their pins. I, I'm not I'm not the biggest collector of pins. I have, a, I have some that I really like. Like if I see something and I really, really like it, I will get it. And you never trade yours. No, gosh, no. That's because everyone is like a snowflake, is intentionally different and unique and hand-chosen by me. I, I am a Disney pin collector, and I also have traded several of my pins. I think it's a fun thing. I started it. I don't even know how old I was. I was a kid when my brother and I started buying the pins and trading them with cast members, but um, it's been kind of fun over the years. Sometimes I would be really 
thoughtful and intentional about buying a cheaper pin and seeing if I could trade with a cast member for one that seemed more special. Um, sometimes I actually would trade it for a cheaper, more classic pin. Like I have a very just standard, like little cute animated Chip and Dale one that yeah. probably was not very expensive, but I thought it was so cute that I traded one of my nicer ones for that. So um, I love going to the pin traders and seeing what they have. I like buying resort pins and yep. um, dining pins, like attraction pins, any of it. So the majority of my pins still have the cardboard backing on the back of them. Yeah, none of mine. Because I keep them there and I put them in my in my nice metal box. Your little box and my of little things. my little banker's box of special special objects, and um, I just leave them. So yeah. I, anyways, the pin trader is cool. I love looking at them. Um, I, and I just like seeing kind of what's there. I like seeing the different, uh, like special edition packages with multiple pins in them. Um, so yeah, it's fun. I mean, anywhere, anytime I'm anywhere that has pins, I like to just stop and take a glance and see what they have. But yeah, Disney pins are awesome. Um, and there's a couple that I put on my bag that I carry with me. Um, my dad bag that I carry with me in uh, Disney parks. So. There you go. Yeah, it's cool. Are there any other shopping places that you are... A big fan of or those are my big ones that I would say that I have to hit like in my ideal Disney Springs day. Um, yeah. The only other stores that I didn't mention that I do usually at least pop into are Shore. I really like that one. The Shore that I used to go to is actually in um, Lido Beach, Florida in St. Armand Circle. My family used to vacation there when we'd go down for spring training for the Orioles. So um, that was a, a favorite little store just kind of like beachy attire clothing um so we would always hit short and there's actually a restaurant connected to the one in saint armand circle so we really like that store i usually check that one out um and then uniqlo i i've never heard anyone else say that but that's how i always pronounce it uniqlo you can find some really cool disney stuff in there and then just some kind of like affordable clothing in there it's a very huh, unique store mm -hmm. Yeah. Not to be punny. Um, but yeah, they they have some really affordable, fashionable things in there and some different kind of Disney stuff you wouldn't find at like World of Disney. So yeah, I like to check that one out. The last thought that I have about shopping, um, I said this in our uh, in our Magic Kingdom episode that I'm, I'm not the biggest shopper and I like looking at things, but I don't really like shopping, um, especially for clothes and things like that. Um, you know, catch me in my, my black T-shirt and regular jeans pretty much any day of the week. But uh, um, my biggest regret from a Disney park, and I think about it probably three or four times a week, is the fact that there was this Mickey. This is so not me, but there was a Mickey Mouse Tommy Bahama shirt that I had in my hands. And I tried <laughs> that sucker on and I was like, wow, this it like spoke to me. I felt like it was. I felt I just felt like it was like my spirit guide speaking to me and telling me that I needed to get it. And I looked at the 165 bones that it cost and I was like, oh, gosh, there's no way that I can justify spending one hundred and sixty five dollars on a freaking Mickey Mouse Tommy Bahama shirt. Which if you know Steven at all, this is like everything he is not. He does not wear bright colors. He does not wear things that draw attention to himself. He does not wear like. Disney characters on his clothes. No way. But he tried on this shirt, and I said to him, I actually really love this shirt on you. Yeah, You should man. get it. And he felt like he should get it, and he didn't get it. He got embarrassed, and he put it back. 
Yeah, I put it back, and I think about it a lot. I actually, when we got back, I was like, let's see what Shop Disney has to say, and I looked it up, and it was sold out. So I missed my chance on that you one. Missed it. I, I definitely missed my shot. Um, Let that be a lesson to you, folks. As, if as you're Hamilton holding, would say. If you're holding an object and you feel like you need it, if you would regret it when you get home, get it. You know, love lost and all that. But um, anyway, biggest regret about my uh, my Disney Springs experience. I'll pop back in next time. But uh, I don't know. I'll probably be Tommy Bahamalus for uh, for an eternity. Um, so besides dining and shopping, there are a lot of other really fun experiences that you can have in Disney Springs. Uh, I have a small handful of them. Um, but I think that if I had to choose one experience in Disney Springs, something I had to do when I was there, I love the Coca-Cola store. It's so fun. I love being able to meet that precious, precious boy, um, the polar bear. And he like wiggles his head at you. He's got a scarf on. He what a is, cool dude. yeah, he's, 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 he's our, he's our favorite. Um, and then of course going up to the rooftop and experiencing the soda flights uh, being able to get Coke floats, sodas from all around the world, um, get like the Beverly, which is a highly well-known and sought after and debated soda in Disney parks. Um, but it's great. I, I love that experience. It's right up on the rooftop. Uh, you can overlook everything. It's right in the town center. And um, yeah, I think the Coca, I mean, if I had to pick one thing, the Coca-Cola shop for sure. Like they opened up the M&M shop and I, I could take it or leave it. But right. there's something about that Coke shop that just really spoke to me. I, I really like it. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a, it is a cool experience. Um, So most of the entertainment that I was thinking about um, are actually like shows or music because there is so much nightlife at Disney Springs, which I think is really cool. I'm sure that people that live locally to the Orlando area um, – that's probably a really nice perk of being able to just, you know, go on a Friday night and listen to some live music. But anywhere that you're walking in Disney Springs, whatever area you're in, there's pretty much going to be some um, street performers that are just singing cover songs, whatever they're doing. Um, I remember years ago, there was like an Enrique Iglesias cover band, I guess you would say. Um, and they had people dancing and engaging with the crowd, and it was so much fun. Um, the Edison also has live entertainment, and this is geared towards adults only. So it's later in the evening, cocktails. Um, it can be a little bit more of an adult show, so just keep that in mind if you wanted to check that out. Um, so don't bring your kids late at night to the Edison. It's not always kid-friendly. Um but that can be entertaining. And then um, we have not done it yet, but I have been really wanting to go to the Drawn to Life Cirque du Soleil experience. And I love Cirque du Soleil. I saw one in um, Las Vegas a few years ago and absolutely loved it. But I know that Disney does everything they do at 150%. And just in the things that I've seen about Drawn to Life, I'm so intrigued by the idea of this show. And I would really like to incorporate that into um, into our next trip. Yeah, I would love that. Um, I have one more regret about uh, experiences in, in Disney Springs. Go for it. And this one's not my fault. But um, I was really hyped up about the NBA experience last time we went. Oh, bless. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I, uh, 
I have really, over the last, I don't know, handful of years or whatever, just gotten really into the NBA. Um, shout out Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors, who's definitely my team. Um, and I was going to go. I was super excited. I was going to check it out. And it was closed down. Uh, and so I guess that um, COVID shut it down and it was never to return again. So I'll never get to do that. And uh, that's a regret that I have, but it's not my fault. So it's not like I saw the Tommy Bahama shirt and put it back. Uh, this is like there was, I had no chance at the beginning. So that's an experience I really wanted to check out. But, you know, um, everything happens for a reason or something like that. Good so times. I didn't and get that, to do that one. That MBA experience, that's over in the West Side, right? Yeah. Over by the Cirque du Soleil area. Yeah, it's um, right across the way from the... Um, the House of Blues. Yeah, the right. House of Blues. Yeah. yeah. So that's over in the west side. That's the only area we didn't really touch on too much. We don't spend as much time over there. Um, sometimes I will hit like the soccer store, the Pele store. Um, we've never been to the movies there. But no, the I've been movie to... theater is fairly nice. So it gets a yeah, it's an AMC, AMC, right? I've been to the movies before in downtown Disney in Anaheim. Mm -hmm. um, and talk about a treat to just take a break and go see a movie with, you know, in a busy day and recline and hang out. So we right. should do that sometime. It, it yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it, point in case, Disney Springs is a good time. I, I love being there. And uh, um, yeah, there's so much to do, so much to see. Um it's just a great, it's a really great experience. It is. It It's, um, you can be as busy as you want to be or as relaxed as you want to be. And I think that's the cool thing about it is when people go on vacation, some people like to go, go, go and see and do as much as they want. And some people want to relax. So you can kind of have the best of both worlds if you're in a party or group of people who some people want to take it slow and some people want to keep busy and they can't sit down for five minutes um so dizzy springs really has that to offer whereas sometimes the dizzy parks the people who want to relax it's harder to find that time to just sit down and enjoy um but like you can even go if they're having shows if if there's some performers on the stage over by Ghirardelli, you can just sit down in that little amphitheater area or find a little spot to eat your ice cream and just people watch. I mean, it's like going to a boardwalk um, at a beach or something. Sometimes you can just kind of sit and enjoy. So you can make this what you want it to be. And because you're not paying the a ticket or a fee to get into Disney Springs, you can just keep it as cheap as you want it, or you can yeah. spend a whole bunch of money and buy a bunch of stuff in the expensive town center area. So Yeah, we've been to Orlando a handful of times, and uh, we didn't have park tickets, but we just spent our time in Disney Springs. And frankly, it was enough. Um, yeah, it was more than enough for us. It was, because you're still on Walt Disney World Resort property, Yeah, but you don't have to spend a bunch of money. You can just enjoy seeing and window shopping and and doing some entertainment stuff that are free one of these days we're going to talk about things to do when you do not have park tickets and let me tell you as someone who came from the disneyland resort in anaheim not having park tickets in disney world is okay by me and we'll talk about that yes, but there's wow. so much you can do without paying admission to get into the parks yeah and and disney springs is just like the tip of the iceberg with that but it's such a cool hub and uh we absolutely love being there i want to go there like right now and get myself a gideon's cookie and just kick it but alas it closes at uh, 11 30 and that's actually coming up for us right now it is plus how are we going to get to florida right now 
So <laughs> do you have anything else? I don't think so. I think I think that hits it for me. Um, yeah, our ideal day in Disney Springs, it depends whether whether we're talking about our first night getting in where we just go pop into Jock Lindsay's and grab ourselves a, a cocktail or a nightcap, as my dad would call it, and uh, kind of sit down by the water and just relax, or whether we're breaking up our trip in the middle of the week and we want to do some shopping and see some entertainment and get some good candy and ice cream and get a nice meal at the Edison, um, or whether it's like we're leaving a park early to go get a dinner reservation somewhere relaxing and then going back into the park with like a new set of legs and and kind of refreshed a little bit so dizzy springs you can make it what you want it to be you can spend as much as you want to spend or just keep it cheap and just enjoy time with your family somewhere that feels like disney but also kind of feels like you're just on vacation in a cool place so 100 percent uh, so, you know, that's going to wrap it us, uh, up for us on this one. Uh, listen, if you're here, we, uh, really appreciate you supporting the show and, uh, just kind of being a part of what we're doing. We are having a total blast doing this. And, um, you know, we're really hoping that some of these member only episodes, these bonus shows we're doing, uh, will hopefully, first of all, let you get to know us a little bit better. Um, and uh, also just kind of have extra details on like things that we really like that maybe uh, aren't necessarily as like popular as going to the parks or doing things that are kind of more like a mainstream expectation of Disney. But for us, you know, there's so much to talk about and we just really want to make sure that we are uh, are giving it our all and covering as much ground as we can. So uh, thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon, getting this uh, episodes. Uh, we would really appreciate it if you did uh, tell your friends about our show. Um, we would love a good rating on iTunes, Spotify, uh, whatever. Um, that would really help us out and, um, we will have a new episode on here soon. Uh, we got a couple of ideas floating around that we're going to put together and, uh, until then we will catch you next time. Mm-hmm.